Wednesday, June 14th. Let's play Hurdle. Today's song is She's Gone by Holland Oates. This song has a couple of weird things that we've been talking about a lot in these last couple of weeks. One, that, man, this is in the 70s. This is mid-70s. The, the intro, they had no problem taking a minute 20 to get into a song. They would just, and that, there's nothing special about it. There's nothing building. There's nothing happening. They're just like, they just loop it. Man, please get to the first verse already. Okay, the other thing that this song has, besides that horrible long intro, is it was released more than once, which I don't know when they stopped doing that. Strategic things like that in the 80s, maybe? I can't remember. I got to think of other examples. But this was released early, early in the Hall & Oates career and then didn't do well. Then Sarah Smiles came out. And they had like a big hit, a lot of momentum. So they re-released this one and it went even higher than Sarah Smile. Um, So that's always interesting. Not a lot of bands do that anymore. But they used to do it a lot. And like we talked about, other people would even cover songs within the same year, which also blows my mind. This is a very R&B Hall & Oates song. I love Hall & Oates. I've always been a big fan. They're very strange. But I love their bass player, T-Bone. And when he passed away, I think it was like 2010 or 11, somewhere in there, they called him the ampersand in Hall & Oates. They were like, that's how important he was. And I 100% agree. And this song's a great example. The next thing you'll hear besides the Hall & Oates, their vocals, is the bass line. And every one of their songs, they are from Maneater, I mean... Make My Dreams Come True. All those songs have insanely catchy, out-front bass lines that really are what make them like dancey pop songs. And that was a guy named T-Bone. And T-Bone, a lot of people, I think if you Google T-Bone, bass player, he'll you'll recognize him if you're my age because he was also in the Saturday Night Live house band for a while around the late 80s, the heyday of SNL and like, I think the G.E. Smith, the ponytail guitar player guy he was the tall lanky bass player with the hat yeah so he was in the snl uh, house band for a while too i like this song because hall and oates used to write like lennon and mccartney right wrote it was like they they would give each other credit and one would be put first depending on who took the lion's share of it but really they wrote individually and so like either hall wrote them or oates wrote them and then the other guy, of course, would have input. And just like, you know, this is Paul McCartney shows up with a completed song and John Lennon might say, hey, what if we did this right here? Like, okay, great. Or what if we changed this line to this? But really that was a Paul song and, and this was a John Lennon song. And you could always kind of tell who wrote them. And that's how Hall & Oates operated also. Except for this song, I don't remember which one was which. Yeah, I don't remember. One of them was going through a divorce and he called the other one and they were talking about divorce, and he was like, well, I mean, we're, aren't we just uh, uh, two peas in a pod? Because I tried to go out on a date last night and got stood up. Date never showed. This is before their fame, <laughs> but it was just kind of funny. Like, man, God, we are a mess. 
And so they wrote this song like together. And one of them had some chords and started playing it for him over the phone. And this is where collaboration does really pay off because that guy, the other one was able to say like, no, that sounds too close to this other song. Change this chord to this and then let's work on, you know, she's gone is this idea. And so they wrote this song really together and not a lot of those songs were written that way. The trivia thing that you have to know about this song, other than it's one of the only ones they wrote together like that, like purely collaborative, is there's a music video for it. And it's gotten a lot of attention since YouTube has been around because it's one of the weirdest things you'll ever see. And I'll post just the clip of the end of it. And I think it will be enough for you to have to go on YouTube and find the rest. So at some point, a again, they're not, you know, they're not famous. Um, they're still trying to gain momentum as a band. And they were offered to do a TV show. And I didn't know that TV show, and I can never remember it, but it was popular, and they had musical acts on there. And they said, you know, but we, we do pre-recording. So we'll pre-record you performing, and it's lip sync, so that it's perfect. And they were just like not into it. You know, they are both really, really good musicians, and it's kind of offensive. And they were like, we don't want to lip sync to it. We will play it. And they said, no. Like, well. We don't want to give up this opportunity for exposure. What if we, what if we handled the pre-recording? And so their idea was, if we have to lip sync and we're not really playing our instruments, we want to make it obvious that we're not singing. We want to make it obvious we're not playing our instruments. And we kind of want to make it like a story of what's happening in the song, like visually. And so they kind of stumbled on and created like a music video. And this is you know, probably 15 years before MTV was making music videos like this. So I will say the devil is in it. And I'll use that term very loosely as it's just a guy they know in a like devil Halloween costume. It is so weird and so poorly, like, you know, just one camera shot on a VHS kind of thing, very home video one of them's wearing a sleeveless tuxedo. It's just like a the first time you watch it, you're going to have some just like mouth open, I'm going to have to see that again. What just happened kind of thing. But listen to the lyrics because basically whatever's happening is a very very literal like description of <laughs> what they're singing about in the song. It's so weird. I'll post it in the stories and so you've got to go watch that. The last 15, 20 seconds of it are, are worth it. Trust me. All right. Hollow Notes, one of my favorite bands. Love it. See y'all tomorrow. You can play Hurdle every day at letsplayhurdle.com. And you can watch us here live on Instagram at Let's Play Hurdle.